Hi, this is Lori Short, and it's week four of my 10-minute podcast. And my book actually comes out next week on January 31st. And so since this week's insight is about time, I thought I'd read to you the first couple of sentences from chapter two of my new book. The chapter is called Time is Never Lost. Time is a moving target. It's measured differently depending on what fills its space. It drags on endlessly through loss and hardship. It leaps without warning when a child leaves home. And when someone you love dies, you have a sudden awareness that a chunk of it passed before you could blink. I open the chapter this way because one of the things that I've discovered about time, and maybe you have too, is that it feels different depending on what we're doing during that time. I think children show us that. When our children grow up and leave home, we say, what happened? It went so fast. But during the days that we were raising them, sometimes those days dragged on. And they always say the days are long, but the years are short. And yet time itself never changes. It's always the same. But what we feel about that time is dependent on what we're doing in that time. And this is especially true when we're waiting for something. That's when we feel that time is lost. But I say in this chapter and the spiritual insight this week is that time is never lost because God always has a purpose for every season. And when we look back on those seasons that seem to drag on, Sometimes we can see more clearly what God was doing during that time. I want to look at Moses for this insight about time, but we're not going to look at the part of the story that is so well known when he is at the burning bush and God calls him to rescue the Israelites. What I want to look at is the time period before that moment at the bush, which actually lasted 40 years. He was raised in Pharaoh's palace, as you remember, because his sister and his mother, when he was a baby, put him in a basket and he floated down the river and he was picked up out of the river from Pharaoh's daughter. And so even though he was a Hebrew, and the reason that his mom and sister put him in that basket is because they feared for his life. But Pharaoh's daughter had compassion on him and took him to the palace and raised him. But Moses was not Egyptian. And then he ends up doing something that causes him to run away from Egypt. And so now he's in the wilderness all by himself. And this period of time lasted 40 years. And what is so tender to look back on is what God did with Moses during that time. I'm sure there were many days where he thought it would never end and he was going to be there forever. But what happened to him is he became very familiar with the wilderness. And he didn't know that at the time, but God was going to use that in his life because he would one day lead thousands of Israelites through that same wilderness. And he would need to know his way around. He would need to know the secrets of the wilderness that he learned during this long waiting period. But I think what's most tender that happened to Moses during this time is that he met someone who would become very significant in his life, his father-in-law. His name is Jethro, and he's also called Ruel in scripture. But Jethro 
was the man that first had compassion on Moses because Moses meets his daughters at a well and ends up helping them out. And they go back to their dad and tell him about this Egyptian, because Moses looks Egyptian, this Egyptian that helped them. And so Jethro said, go find him and bring him back and welcomes him into his home and ends up giving him his daughter Zipporah to marry. So he becomes his father. And I think looking at that a little bit more closely, that God was bringing Moses the family that he never had because he wasn't raised with his own mom and dad. He was raised in Pharaoh's palace, but they weren't really his parents. And now he joins this family and Jethro truly became a father figure to Moses. We know that because later in life, when he was the leader of all these Israelites and trying to govern over them during the time that he was leading them towards the promised land, Jethro came to him because he was concerned about him. And he said, Moses, you're going to burn out. It doesn't say that in scripture, but that's basically what he says. He says, you can't govern all these people. You are going to need to find people to help you. It was sort of the first democracy that ends up getting set up later in Exodus. But what's so beautiful is that these two men came together as father and son during this long waiting time where apparently nothing was happening. And I think sometimes when we look back on those periods in our own life, if we take a closer look, we can see that God really was doing something during that time. The time is not lost even though we feel like it's lost because it wasn't filled with what we wish it was filled with. And I know in my own season of waiting, especially for marriage, because that was probably the longest wait, so much longer than I wanted to wait. As I look back, I can see now so many things that God was doing during that time. Ways he was healing me inside that needed to be healed. And, and I didn't know that at the time. But I needed to learn how to stand on my own two feet before I could have a healthy marriage. And during that time, God did that for me. And not only that, he brought experiences into my life that I never would have been able to do if I was married. And also during that time, I longed to be a mom. And even though he didn't bring me a child through a marriage, he brought me kids to take care of. And I see now how God used me during that time and blessed me with the relationships that happen. So sometimes we need to look around during our waiting seasons and see what story God wants us to get involved in, even if it's not the story that we chose or wanted to be at the time. And then God ultimately did bring me a husband and a child, not the way that I prayed he would or at the timing I prayed he would, but I can see now how the timing was perfect, even though there was a time when I thought it was too late. And so I think that our waiting periods are so much more when we look back on them. And certainly that was true for Moses. It's funny how you can read about an entire 40 years of Moses' life in just one chapter in Exodus. But if you look closely during that time period, you can see that things happened to Moses that he would need for his future. And I think about how Moses might have felt during that time when nothing was happening. And actually, we have a clue of that because he names one of his kids Gershon, 
which means alien. And it actually says in scripture because he felt like an alien in a strange land. And I don't know about you, but I felt that before in waiting times where I just, I don't want to be here. I don't feel like I'm supposed to be here. Why aren't things happening to me like they're happening to everyone around me? I think that's something that so many of us feel when we're in those seasons. But again, Moses was being set up for the biggest chapter of his life. He thought he would probably retire as a shepherd in the wilderness, but he was just getting prepared for the biggest job that God was about to give him that would define his life. And it didn't happen until he turned 80. And sometimes we have a timeline where we think things should happen. And God's timeline is different because our story is going to be different. And it's going to be more full and more rich. And it's going to be something that we might not even see while we're waiting. And that was true in Moses' life. So I hope that this is an encouragement to you. If you feel like time is lost, if you feel like things are taking too long, that God is taking too long, that there's something that you've been waiting for or praying for for so long and it just isn't happening, take note of what is happening because one day you will look back on this time differently. And remember, time is never lost. God knows what he's doing, and one day you will see it. Thanks for tuning in.